What up, what up, what up, what up? How's it going, San Diego? San Diego. Whale's vagina. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Just quoting a movie. It's all right. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I lost my calling with being a DJ. We got a face for radio. That's really rude. I'm sorry. That's really rude. Had to. No, but like, honestly, I hear that beat, the intro, and I'm like, man, I could be a really good DJ. You didn't even come up with the damn intro. No shit. But like, I could really be a good DJ. Yeah? Yeah. I know how to like, I read the room and I know the vibe of things. I mean. As long as it's Latino dance music, you can totally do it. Exactly. DJ Kiki? Yes. Yes. Word. Mm Mm-hmm. Mine's J Money. Is it? Yeah. Oh my. So we're not drinking again. No. I know. <sighs> Who is this? I know. New year, new me. Just kidding. Same asshole. Um, we say we said that like the past like three podcasts, by the way. Um, but no, I just I feel a little bit better. Like we didn't cut it out completely. No. Let's just be honest here. Moderation. Yes, everything is about moderation because then you know per you know what we're gonna kind of talk about today like if you don't allow yourself to have the things that you love you're probably gonna fall off the wagon come february which yes welcome welcome to february y'all that's right um and most people if you are sticking to your new year's resolutions and your goals that you set congratulations you are in the one percent ish I, you know what? I would actually say probably like 30% in February and then it kind of trickles down. And only because like when I taught at gyms, yep. January, I would have like 60 people plus in my class. February, it would drop down to maybe like 45. And then March, forget about it. It's back to the same old um, people at like 30, 35. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to teach big classes. So like 30, 35 is like low. Right. Um, and like, it's, it's kind of a shame and I wish more people would like encourage others at the gym and like encourage others continually to keep on going because there's only probably like 15% of people that actually make it past the March point. But it's also too, right. You can, you can't. You can bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Right? Yes. It's, it's how bad do they want it? You know, so it, at some point it is up to them yeah, to continually show up and want it. Mm-hmm. And they gave it, you know, they gave it a month, but then excuses start to creep back in and old habits and old routines. Yep. And then, you know, definitely by like June, most people have fallen off or they're just not even... Oh, people will... Okay, so let's be real here. The Super Bowl's coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? That's not to be like... It's a temptation to cheat. I'm very... I'm very realist. Like, I'm a realist when it comes to certain things. So, like, that is the point where people, you know, eat too much, drink too much on that Super Bowl Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they never get back on the wagon. They go, oh, well screw it i i messed up on that day and then they never get back on i see like that is wow i just put two and two together but like that is the point that Mm -hmm. people give up Mm -hmm. and then i don't know march st patrick's day 
May, Memorial Day. Yeah. What's in April? I don't even know. Nothing. Uh, nothing? Easter? No, Easter is like in March sometime. <laughs> I have no idea. But, um, you know, I... Welcome to my life where I just kind of like float around like, do, do, do. Well, I think the intentions are there. Yeah. And like everybody means well starting this. Mm-hmm. But then it's... It's so easy to just get wrapped up in your career and into that rat race of life. Yeah. And so do you think that's why people kind of fall off the wagon in like February? I also think too, it's hard. It's really hard. And unless you like stay on this journey for well Mm -hmm. over like a year to make it like a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, because I catch myself sometimes here and there, you know, falling into it as well, but you know, it, it has been so ingrained in me and I, we've been doing it for the past 15, 16 years working out, you know, watching what we eat and all that kind of stuff. That is just second nature to us. But new people. Yeah. I mean, it's such a and we're going to talk about this a lot later, too, is fragile. It's such a fragile thing because. Yes. I think that's a really good word because it is something that is new to you. Mm-hmm. and you haven't adopted the habit fully yet, so it hasn't become part of your lifestyle, part of your routine. And, you know, it hasn't become second nature to the point where, you know, it's so easy to say no to things or to go to these types of parties and just, you know, you see the spread of food, oh my but you don't eat it. Or you eat beforehand so that way you're full so you're not tempted. Okay. There's like, there's tricks to do. That's, but like, that's my life. Like, because I don't know if they're going to have gluten-free food. So I just eat beforehand. But like yesterday we went to a brunch and like, yeah, I had a mimosa, but like, and a couple pieces of cheese and whatever. But like, someone was like, oh, you only had two glasses. Like, why aren't, do you want another? And I'm like, no, no, thank you. And they're like, why? I'm like, because yeah. I don't want one. Right. Oh, well, that's lame. Okay, well, you're lame because you don't understand what I'm striving for. But so like you said something there and like I write stuff down because honestly, like my ADHD brain. So if you hear my pen going, that's why. But you said something and you said it's hard. It's hard to stick through with it. Okay, but you have to choose your hard. Okay, you either make the lifestyle change now Mm -hmm. or the repercussions later down the road when you haven't put your health first it's hard to pay medical bills yeah and for your health to plummet right and you know what goes along with that too is it's hard but it's also when you don't give a shit what other people think of you Mm -hmm. right so when you go to these types of parties or like say that brunch yesterday yeah and you say no to the excessive alcohol or to half the food that was there because yeah. you can't eat it. Oh, but it anyway, so, it looked good. I mean, fried chicken and waffles looks a freaking amazing, but I yeah. know that it's just empty calories and there's nothing. But I had those like egg bites. Right. I was like, oh, protein. But once you get wow. that out of your head that, <laughs> you know, I'm in this for me. Yeah. And, you know, social peer pressuring and all that kind of stuff like, oh, I'm going to this party. Like, you know, what are they going to think if I don't eat their food or if I just kind of sit there and. You know, maybe I'm not drinking like everybody else. Or, you know what? And also leaving early too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, first off, okay. So I was brought up in a house where like if you didn't eat the person's food, that disrespectful. Was, it was disrespectful. But also too, like some people get in situations and me, like you would think I'm very extrovert. But when I'm in social situations, like I will... 
either keep drinking so I don't have to talk or keep eating so I don't have to talk. So it's like a whole new world for me of like a whole new world um, for me to like go to these things and be like, no, I'm good. And mm-hmm. like, I'm just trying to have like conversation with sort of like-minded people. Mm. I but, don't know. Well, but anyways, so like when you're in those situations, you have to not think of the here and the now and think big picture right and then also too it's fun when you go to these types of parties and you are there with your first intentions in mind and you're like okay i'm gonna stay true to myself i'm not gonna cheat on my diet Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna have those drinks or anything like that but then you watch everybody else and so now you used to be one of them but now you're on the outside and like you're watching everyone kind of start the alcohol starts to kick in and you know, you start to watch everyone's volume start to rise. Oh my and gosh. then the pointless conversations start to come out because they get the liquid courage, right? Yeah. So then all these things. And then at, <laughs> at you know, it's fun though, because I've done this for years. Yes. Where, yes, you have. You know, you just say no. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Dare that, you know, was, was in elementary school. Just when we grew say up. no. Just say no. But, um, you know, you start to watch how people just numb themselves and yes, they'll say, oh, it's a social event. It's, you know, I'm having fun. I'm letting my hair down. I'm da 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 But when you look at that type of group of people that do it every weekend and look for any excuse possible to let their hair down, quote unquote, you start to go. Raising my hand here. What are your true, what's your purpose in life? Like, yeah. what, do you have any ambitions? Are you striving mm-hmm. for anything? Do you realize that every time you do this, you're, pay, you're taking X amount of steps backwards and, you know, I don't know. No. Not to say that I'm better than anybody else because I'm not. But totally I not. just have. They take it that way. But Oh, yeah. Because they feel offended. They're like, oh, you're not joining in. How come you're not wasted yet? What the, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. But like it really starts in your mind of like executing what you actually want and sticking to it. But like here's the thing. You can. And I'm speaking from experience too. Like you can mask the pain and everything with alcohol and it's poison in your body and like yes you can enjoy it sometimes but like it's the overdoing Mm -hmm. and like for me last year was dark 2022 for me like it was very very dark and all I wanted to do was drink wine forget my life and I didn't have the mindset that I do now right of like no I'm sticking to everything like I'm finding the old Krista that like would nope, I'm good with alcohol. Like I'm, I'm doing this like challenge or like I'm doing this. Find that will inside of you of someone who wants more for their kids, wants more for themselves. Like I think future forward, big picture of like, I don't want to pay those damn medical bills that like I, my genetics and like my family history isn't the best. So everything I can do now is going to help me in 10 years. But you'll also, back to being at these types of parties and stuff, you'll start to realize your social your social, social circle. Social circle. And, you know, your social... Wow, that social, is a hard word. It is. Social circle. Social circle Yeah, you sucks. really got to Sometimes, enunciate. Right? Social circle. And, you know, you'll, you'll start to reevaluate. <laughs> are these really people that, you know, am I putting more energy into them that they're giving back to me? Ooh. Is this really something that is going to, am I making a relationship here that is going to benefit me mm-hmm. for, for, 
you know, me accelerating my life, my goals? Oh, yeah. Or is this just something that's going to pass time, numb me, and, and, you know, not really give anything back that's going to fulfill me? Oh, yes. And it's just to put, you know, it, it's to A add filler? to my friend count to be like, oh, I'm I'm so-and-so. I'm cool. I hang out with these people. I go to this. I get invited to everything. I'm cool. <laughs> you know, and man, I'm telling you, like... Once you kind of get past that and the fog gets lifted and you yeah. become really laser focused and clear about what you want, those types of things do not matter anymore. How did that happen for you, though? I think it the, the habit of it or the drive, I always had that ambition to bodybuilder, right? Yeah. And I knew that, and you know... At a young age, too. Right. You know, and... I, I knew that partying and, you know, not watching what I ate and all that kind of stuff. When you have a physical goal in mind, it was super easy because I knew that those parties would always set me back or I wouldn't be able to train right the next day because I would felt like garbage, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I always outweighed my pros and cons. And it always was way heavier on the cons than it was on the pros for me mm -hmm. to go down that road. So I just said no. And it, it became hard at first. Because mm -hmm. of peer pressure, but then it came so easy that you get to be known as the guy that, yeah, Josh doesn't really drink that much, or you know, he's not going to eat that stuff, and like you know, at work when you have when people bring in the donuts or people buy pizza for lunch, you know, my guys now at work know that they don't even ask me when they're ordering <laughs> out food if I want in on it yeah. because they just they yeah. know that I'm going to say no. I already Josh have my lunch prepped. packed. Yeah. So and honestly, there's no offense to that. I'd rather be no. known for that guy. Then for the, you know, always feeling like I need to be included yeah. and then cheat on my diet and then feel guilty yeah. and then have to, you know, live with myself because I knew that I had a shitty lunch. Yeah. And then I go down that spiral and I don't want to do that. Well, that's kind of it for me is like if I cheat on myself but give in to everyone else, I have to live with myself. Yeah. I don't have to live with those people. You know what I mean? So like... Uh, now, I don't care no. if I'm offending. Like, I, I care a little bit, but and I'll be really nice. But, like, if you want to know why, I'll go down the rabbit hole of why. And, like, you're going to be very, you know, um, it's going to be awkward. Yeah. Like, because, honestly, like, I straight up say to people, like, no, I'm not drinking. I'm watching what I'm eating and stuff like that. Just because, like, my father went down, you know, terrible health and I'm trying to take care of myself. Right. Oh, and then it's funny yeah. because they go into it by trying to peer pressure you. Oh, yeah. And then and when I'm you like, school them on it, they feel like complete assholes because they're like, oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you know, I see why you're doing it now. Like, yeah. yeah. So how about you just shut up and go do you and I'll do me. But I love the friends that like we have made and like we'll have a couple drinks and then we'll like switch the water so we can have like actual conversations. You know what I mean? Like we're enjoying dinner and like then we go back to their house and we just have like so there's water, a, seltzers, and just like chill and totally different. I mean, when you, you know have I mean? a nice steak meal oh. and you go to some Ugh. you know high end steakhouse, yeah, you better bring on that freaking Marlowe cab, right? Because our ten year wedding anniversary is coming up, so and I booked an awesome place. Yeah, I'm so, so pumped. You know, it's almost like 
you need to have because those tannins and that you know the meat goes together and oh. you know it's it, that that's but, a pairing that's different and i'm also not drinking that wine to get shit faced. that's exactly what it's i was a gonna pairing say with my meal and it's amazing when you have the appreciation of how the alcohol is made i think it's so much different unless like you're drinking a white claw well, well, yeah, we all know why you're drinking a white. But call. like me and my bourbons, you know, I'll pour a bourbon and and sip on it, but that's the whole night. I mean, yeah. it might take me an hour or two to finish my you glass. You go to work meals and like have like yeah. one glass. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like I'm not a prude when it comes to drinking. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm trying to say. Is no. there's a time and a place. Yes, and then also I feel like when you mature and you have clear goals and you have a vision, you know, in a and, and and a defined purpose for your life or something that you're trying to strive mm. for yeah you'll you're you're more able to do that balance and to understand that like okay i can have one drink mm-hmm. for the taste for the appreciation of the craftsmanship of the wine or the spirit or whatever it is and then i'm good i don't need to have the excess i don't need to continually drink i don't need to continue this buzz just to talk to people i don't need to be involved with that you yeah. know there's there's a difference between getting ripped and just having a you know one glass of wine with your meal yeah for sure um that was kind of like my like whole spiel with like february going on right now so i hope all our listeners are still staying true to their year's I, resolution i hope so because honestly it takes hustle and grit hard work to stay with those goals and that's where and it's not it's not going to be easy but like whoever wants an easy road no no one well i don't but no the other thing too is that's where the daily weekly and monthly check-ins with yourself yes benefit you because if you're starting to notice that hey when i started in january the first couple of weeks i was working out five days a week then it slowly trickled down to four mm-hmm. now i'm at like three okay, what do I need to do to get back up to five? What can I start saying no to? What do I have to start budgeting my time better? Mm-hmm. And that's where those daily, daily, weekly, monthly evaluations of yourself come in. Yes. And, you know, if you have slipped, okay, that's life. Like, but are you willing to get back on? Yeah, because it's never too late to get back on or start. Like most people think like, oh, because I didn't start in January, I can't do it. That's a weird mindset. Like, any time is a great time to start. So I just, I know that our listeners, because they are that 1% that gets passed to like April, Well, hopefully it's a year long Uh, thing that they're constantly, once they achieve one goal that's on Mm -hmm. their New Year's resolution board or their vision board, you're taking that off and replacing it with something else that maybe you're starting in July. Yeah. And then you or, or, or you finish that in September and you put one on for the last three months. Or like me, I'm trying to learn something new every single month. And like last month, we, we actually made sushi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to chalk that up and I'm going to keep going with those things. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Because now I'm trying to learn sourdough, which I'm hoping that I... I Why are these all food related? Because I love food and I love making it not only because of celiac disease and making it gluten-free because I've been craving like pretzels and English muffins and like Mm. I can't find anything that is not filled with fillers. Mm. 
because most gluten-free stuff, contrary to belief, is complete garbage. It's processed beyond it belief. processed a lot. And I'm just trying to find things that I can make myself and be quote unquote a homestead without even like, I'm not, I'm never going to have chickens, but like, I want to be able to make these things for myself, knowing what actually goes into it. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know all the crap that goes into our food anymore. They put it on the label of X, Y, and Z, but they're putting X, Y, Z plus, 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 plus. If you can't pronounce it, it's probably not healthy for you. Yeah. So I am just taking action on my life and going, okay, I'm craving this. I'm not going to buy the freezer pretzels. It's going to be hard work. They may taste like shit for the first like two times that I make them, but I'll perfect it. Like, so I'm hoping that the sourdough bread actually like is good, but I have worked my ass off this whole week making starter. (laughs) And Josh is like, this seems like a lot of work. Yeah. I was out (laughs) by like Tuesday. I was like, is it done yet? She's like, no, I still have all week. I'm like, oh my gosh. No wonder people starved back in the day. I know. He's like, okay, so people back in the day had to go and mill their own, like... I'm like, next she's going to be, like, churning butter in her living room. Probably, because you know how much chemicals they put in butter? I know. Okay. I know. But anyways, that's my whole spiel, because... Is butter a carb? Yes. I just feel like um, a lot of people give up and don't see the big picture when it comes Mm. to things. And, like very true like last year i i was just not in a good headspace to like start anything and then something clicked in my head of like get out of this like just stop wallowing in all of the shit that happened like the only reason that you're going through things is because god wants you to be stronger and better and help those other people that are going through the same things amen so i just kicked um depressed krista out the door that's right i mean she's still around sometimes no, but you just you just put it that in a box yeah put lock that it? shit up and lock you shove it, it way way down no and you never talk about it again that's not true um <laughs> <laughs> that always works what are you talking about yeah always when the problem is not the problem right Okay. Anyways, go ahead into your thing because I totally stole the thunder for like 23 minutes. No, okay, thanks. Bye. No, the other thing I wanted to talk about too was I heard um, it was actually a comp. No, it was a clip on Instagram, but it was from a famous actor and the name is eluding me right now. I don't have my phone either. But it's okay. Oh, wait, I do. Hold on. Oh. Um, it's a guy from <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, what the heck is this? Oh my God. People are yelling at me right now. I know. forgetting his name. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go into it. I'll but, get his name. But um, it, he was actually, it was a clip from him accepting an award. I want to say it was like for the MTV Movie Awards or something like that. And to hear him speak of his faith was actually really, it was amazing Chris to hear. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Oh my gosh. And so really s- shocking to hear because you don't hear very many um, you know, Hollywood stars talk about their faith and you know, openly speak out about it. Yeah. And so he, you know talked about being a christian and you know his love for jesus and god and everything which i thought was really amazing but he he brought up this thing about your soul and everybody has one and it's something that is very fragile and we need to guard it Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of the topics that we talk about on here can be kind of clumped into this idea because everything every thought 
every feeling, every notion of, you know, purpose in life comes from our soul. Mm-hmm. And whatever you want to believe in, you know, whatever kind of higher power or, you know, any anything like that. But for us, it's God. Right. So. You know, and he instills every person with a soul, with, yes. with our consciousness. And it's that connection that you have with it and, you know, what flows from it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wanted to talk real quick about him, him saying it's fragile and we need to guard it because that is so true because of just what's going on with the world and all the fear that's out there with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the latest one is this China balloon that went across America and all that kind of stuff. Like, what does that mean to our security? You know, why was it there? Like, there's so many unopened answers or questions questions that we will never know because they like josh said about my feelings i lock it up and you know push it down there that's what they're gonna do right and it's very unsettling as americans to know that that whole thing was even allowed to happen and why and you know we'll never know the real answer Mm -mm. but you know when you sit there and you just scroll social media or you're watching the news and you're just absorbing all this stuff and you know your soul is like a window and you know you're just looking and it's just, you know, collecting all that information. And it's it's very scary because we need to guard what is going on with mm-hmm. that. And I found myself recently kind of going down these rabbit holes of certain things and not really getting depressed, but just being like, oh my gosh, like not very, not being very optimistic with things. Yes. Kind of being, labeling it as like a realist, if you will. But yeah. More or less being like, I need to stop absorbing all this stuff because my soul is way too fragile. Yes. And I know I need to be filling it up with the word of God. I need to be filling it up with like, you know, worship music, like things that fill me up, that give me Christian energy. Christian hip hop. Pretty damn good. That's what I listen to now working out. I know. But, um, you know, I, 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 and I'm human, so I tend to go back and forth. You know, I slip once in a while and all that kind of stuff, but... Like, we had road rage together today. We did. And it was warranted. But, you know... Did you feel good after that, though? No, I felt like complete crap, because yeah. I know I'm better than that. Exactly. And that was recognition that I need... You know, I'm working on myself, and I'm trying to change. Same. But... But that person still needs to be run off the road. Oh, but, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's just make that clear. But we need to guard what we're intaking and we've had a whole conversation like podcast on this thing Mm -hmm. but also too what you absorb what you take in you'll Mm -hmm. notice that is what you put back out there oh hands down so do you remember the meme or gif or whatever it is like of the kid like reading a book and he scoops up the information and puts it into his head and flips the page and he scoops up everything that's on the page and puts it onto his head and keeps flipping the page. Mm-hmm. I think about that. Okay. Because like everything you read, or everything see. you see, everything like that you is surrounding to. you. Yeah. Like all of the external factors, just think of yourself in this like bubble Everything surrounding you is what you are. Mm-hmm. If you don't like who you are, maybe change all of these external things of the shit that you read and listen and watch and the people you freaking hang out with. Maybe they're not good for your soul. Yeah. And you are fragile and you need to just protect that um, Lennox vase or that crystal vase. Yeah. 
And, you know, one thing I did change when I used to work out, you know, I used to be the death metal, like, you know, get me in the mood, like freaking bang my head against the bar before I'd squat, like that kind of craziness. And yeah, it had a time and a place and it worked and it got me hyped up. But then I realized that like that anger and that emotion after I was done, the workout would carry with me mm-hmm. until I was able to shake it. And sometimes it would be for hours or like that aggression or just that like, you know what I mean? Oh, I and, know. And I was like, wow, that is not how I should be treating you. That's not how I should be going into the next part of my day. Mm-hmm. Like I need to kind of you know, be able to transition easier, but also why not listen to music that like, you know, lifts you up? Yes. You want some upbeat stuff to get you through a workout. Totally understandable. But man, like you don't realize the power that lyrics have or like the type of aggression or music. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's even the guys at work, you know, the one guy he'll come in and he has like that echo thing that's on the counter. And so he'll say, you know, Hey, echo play corn or play Limbiscuit. And he's like listening to like, you know, or, or like, you know, he'll, uh, what was the other one? That, oh, Slayer. And it's freaking seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, bro. And he's like complaining about how pissed off he is and how this isn't right. And I'm like, first off, you know, look at what you're listening or listen what you're listening to. Right. Yeah. And maybe if you were to put on some like easy rock or some, you know, just country or, or something different, yeah. that might even help your attitude. So like, you know, Think about that for a second. If you're somebody that's always hot or on the edge or like pissed off, what are you absorbing? Maybe there's like things that you need to start editing out of your oh you know, when, intake. When I feel like people are like pissing me off because I am a hothead. Like I'm just naturally a hothead. Um, I put on med- meditation music and I just like put put that on and just like forget about all of my emails and forget about my like chats and just work my little took us off and then boom flip the script like 10 times better well let's say 85 percent better yeah but no i genuinely agree with you a hundred percent on this one Mm -hmm. and then the other thing is if it's possible now i got super lucky in life but i have somebody that feeds my soul every day oh and so, you know, when it comes to a partner... Just like I'm feeding my starter. Sure, whatever, loser. Sally but, the starter. But if you can find somebody in your life to do life with, to do your journey together, and you guys literally are like two halves that come together as a whole, and you got like, you know, we, Chris and I just have this balance where we just work together and we, the harm, like the harmony that we have, mm-hmm. you know, I truly feel like you are my soulmate and like they're... There is some truth to that Mm -hmm. about how, you know, we just continue to lift each other up. And when we see each other down or depressed or whatever, you know, we have that connection where we can talk things through. We can open up to one another Mm -hmm. and we give positive suggestions or we kind of try to see it from the other person's perspective. But then try to understand too where they're coming from and not make judgments, not make, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of like or. I used to be really good with making comments that were very insensitive. And so I've noticed that and I've tried to work on it. And because I don't be afraid to like call that person out too. like right. if they love you, they'll understand the whole situation. So don't be afraid. Just call them out yeah. when it comes to it, because that's the only way they're going to know and to learn instead of harbor everything. But, you know, some 
too many people I, I just look at that, yeah, she might be hot or he might be really attractive and he's got that six-pack abs or she's got the big boobs or whatever, and you just make it work because of physical attraction or you're like, I'd be lost without them or whatever. It's but like all the red flags, but yet, oh, just, well, they're good looking. Right. Right. And you're like, wow. you know, are is your soul just being completely crushed or sucked out of you because of what you're having to go through? Or is your soul being re-energized each and every day yeah. because of who you choose to go through life with? And like, if you don't have a significant other too, like it could be the friend circle because like I have friends that hype me up 24 seven as well that understand like josh can't be there all the time so like i need like i need other people so i have like friends that like really know who i am and help me feed into my soul and then too like you can do it yourself as well like there's power in you genuinely looking yourself in the mirror and like repeating those i am statements yes but also to like understanding and doing the deep work of like, what do I want? What makes me genuinely happy? And you should be able to like sit there with your thoughts and write everything down. Like if you don't have that other person, you be that person for you. Yep. And I love hearing stories about how people have done complete 180s with their life. Yes. And they realized, hey, I was making six figures. I had this title. I had this job. But you know what? It was soul sucking. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was just becoming an empty pit of a person and going into this evolving rat race where, yeah, you know, I was able to afford whatever I wanted or I had the house, I had the car, but man, I, I just woke up one day and was just like, is this all that life is supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's that fearful thing. It's that thing where you have to have that conversation with yourself and you have to walk away from something that is secure and there. To go find true happiness and fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And I just think a lot of people can't do that. No. You know. Well, I think because there's a couple reasons why. But one of the main things is that I see with people who do like leave it all. Like someone that I know left a corporate job and now they work at a homeless shelter or another person I know worked at like a pet um, shelter Mm -hmm. as well. Like they're doing something that they genuinely love to do and give back. And those two people that I just listed, they both had very big changes or deaths that have shifted their perspective to go, I only have this life. Why am I wasting it on this Right. When I'm not even happy, what makes me happy? I'm going to do X, Y, and Z instead. Because society breeds into us that that's I life. Know. And that's what we're supposed to chase, the social ladder of everything. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah. yeah. I finally, like, just don't no. don't care. I, like, I have a job that I genuinely like to do. Yeah. But then I have something outside of that that I love to do and i'm also in the mindset too that i have a good career Mm -hmm. i don't mind it but i also know that work-life balance that i'm able to turn that light switch off Mm -hmm. and then i get to do things for myself and i get to use that job as a tool Mm -hmm. to pay for the things that i want to do in life or the the next steps like i i look at everything as like a stepping stone of like okay this has a purpose big picture this has a purpose right now 
this isn't forever and this stepping stone is going to allow me to get to this one you know but is the next stepping stone going to be smaller than the one i'm currently in maybe but still a step forward Mm -hmm. so i love it i love that you're like taking a look into everything oh yeah and realizing like even listeners it that this this is all we got so use up this body as much as possible and stop like doing what everyone else wants to do and start doing what you want to do yep. and, and start to think big picture and then of pr- your life. And, you know, think of your body being a protection for your soul, but your soul is also still very fragile and your body needs to be treated like a temple, the thing that houses the soul. Mm. So why would you abuse your body? Why would you allow your soul to weaken or become, you know, darkness? Yeah. You know, those are things that, you know, we were blessed with. And I feel like we need to give back to our creator Mm -hmm. for those blessings and to treat those things with respect. Mic drop. Amen. I appreciate that. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in in this Think Big Picture podcast. That's what I'm going to call it for sure. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to know more, see more, get in touch with us, go to peakdrivenllc.com. Um, find me on Instagram, share this with someone you feel like is that 1% that can be relentless and rise to every single peak in their life. All right. All right. Until next time, y'all. Catch you later. Later.